welcome back, Bachelor Nation, to the Batch League 3, the very wonderful, very fun podcast where me and two of my very good friends make our own sound effects and talk about The Bachelor. You know what? The sound effects are free. They are free? It's true. Um, If this is your first episode and you're coming in just right now, because why not? It's free country. You can do whatever you want. Uh, My name is Madison Sedler, Maddie Sedler. I am Bachelor Super Fan First, podcast host, producer, uh, person who likes to wear funny hats. Second, you wouldn't know that because uh, we're just talking to you. You can't see me. That is very silly of me. But I'm here with two of my really good friends who also love The Bachelor just as much as I do. Who are you people? Hello. I'm Sarah of the opera, not the Phantom Hill. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> with these. Um, I am an actor, singer, director, writer. Um, I produced things, but as previously discussed, am a producer? Am not a producer? I'm getting the I'm getting the head nod. Yes, I am. No, right. you were not. Um, <laughs> get out of here. Is that a baby Muppets tattoo? No. <laughs> I am. A, <laughs> uh, I love I love The Bachelor. I love to hate on The Bachelor. And that's what I'm doing here with my two pals. Hi, this is Rachel Tashari. Sorry, not sorry that I love The Bachelor too much. <laughs> I'm a stand-up comedian and comedy educator, and I can't believe I just said that. Uh, that joke. It's a good joke. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm it. No, I love it. It's good. I'm... I God put me on this earth to watch The Bachelor. It is my life's purpose, in case you were wondering. Things have gotten a little out of control here in Wapablo season here in 2014. That's where we're at right now. We're in 2014. Mm-hmm. Watch Juan Pablo ooh, ooh, ooh. for the first time. Sorry that we're taking Rachel's back watching the- him for the. Yeah, I was. I was <laughs> the back in the time machine. Whoop whoop whoop. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, yeah. We did that whole th- that whole bit from episode one. Let's do it again. Uh, yeah, call back. Call back. You know me. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are again talking about Juan Pablo. Things have got a little crazy now. Um, this is Rachel's rewatch of it. Our first time watching all the way through. Uh, but. How, how are you guys feeling about Juan Pablo right now coming into episode six? Like, before we even start talking about it, like, what are our feelings post five? Like, how are we starting this episode out feeling about him? I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. Please elaborate. In Jason's words. He's, he's a man, and I hate him. He's a man, and you hate him. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. All right. I don't hate all I personally. Men. We don't hate. We we are not no. man haters on the show. We just can't no, stand I just this hate particular him. one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This, That's correct. The one man that we're seeing the most this time around is just not one that we love. For me, Juan Pablo, um, I was on your side for a little while. I wasn't. I was thought you were this goofy, fun-loving dad, and I'm not feeling too good about you the way after after the way you treated our girl Claire. Um, really not here for that. Don't like it at all. Um, and I'm interested to see how this gets even crazier, as Rachel promised it would. So this will be... <laughs> I'm not sure how we're going to get there, but I we're going to get there. We're here for the ride. Oh, honestly. gosh. You guys are in for a treat. Oh, it's so good. Yep, it's the climb, as Miley Cyrus would say. Um, 
all about the climb. Uh, so we, so <laughs> my views on Juan Pablo, I feel like I shouldn't share them just because I have seen this season before. At this point, let's just say, gotta keep an eye on this guy. He's getting, he doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, we'll it's impossible it not to keep an eye on him because he is always talking about himself. Oh, thank I, you. Good. Thanks for catching that. That's a good. That's very. Good. That's true. That's a good point. Does he? Ugh. Does he show narcissistic tendencies? No. Maybe. Maybe. No. He hasn't gaslit anyone. Not. Not a one. No not a one. Not a one. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> there was an episode this week. This is not just us Sorry. talking shit for, for an hour, but we're, we're here. So this episode starts, they are in New Zealand now, which I've always wanted whoa, to go whoa, to New whoa. Zealand. Uh, Same. Oh, it looks so beautiful. I really want to go. It does look so beautiful. It looks gorgeous and cold, which is what I like. Cold? Yes. Is it yeah. cold? It's, it's, yeah, they are constantly. Well, so the thing about New Zealand is when it's summer here, it's winter there. Oh. So when it's winter there, it's summer here. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, yes, I can get on board it's with probably, that. It's probably, it looks like the end of winter, early spring there, but I'm not, I don't know. And our pal Claire thinks she's going to get the first one-on-one oh in God. New Zealand. Yes, she When does. there is one person who has not had a one-on-one. The audacity. Not to be... The not Claire to, Cassidy. <laughs> not what to did be, you just say? The Claire Cassidy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't. The Claire Cassidy. I can't. Oh, the Claire Cassidy of this And bitch. then when the one-on-one date card comes in... She is very visibly disappointed. I suppose that's my Claire moment. To be fair, okay, to be to play Claire's devil's advocate. Who are you? <laughs> Listen now, now Claire's Claire, my girl Claire. I have to stick up for her because <laughs> she was just bamboozled for two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> I just gotta stick up for her for a minute. So. I don't know, be only because like this is the like earliest season I've ever watched. I've never like you know I've watched Colton season and Rachel season and Becca season, but like it wouldn't be completely unheard of that somebody gets a second one on one before everybody gets a one on one. So like maybe that's possible. And remember, in Claire's head, because Juan Pablo has decided to just give her whatever she wants at any given time and then make her feel bad about it, she probably does feel like, of course I'm going to get the next one-on-one. Who the hell is left? It's me. But I'm going now in. she's not... Sh- like, see, I don't, I don't follow that because now she's, like, unsure. And she's like, we need to have a conversation, so I want that one-on-one. Because it's Claire's world and we're just living in it. I mean, I guess, but, like, also, she, that, but then to that same narrative, just to, like, kind of bounce off of that idea, she is, like, well, he cares about me because he's made that very clear this whole time. Of course I'm going to get the first one-on-one because we have some drama that we got to hash out and talk about. 
that to me makes sense. There's You're shaking one, your head at there's me. There's one person who hasn't had a one-on-one. But it wouldn't just be, one. But it wouldn't be completely unheard of if she got a second before Andy got. But the first. he's she's not the only person he cares about. Okay, but does By she that know logic? that? Uh, no, yes. I don't think she thinks that. I don't. I I think Claire thinks that this is her game. She's already won. In her head, she's already won. They went into the ocean together and did God knows what in the ocean. To her, they won. She's already won. We we all know what happened in that ocean, Rachel. And we, she thinks that she's won. And of course, she's going to think, I should get the first one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to get the first one-on-one. Maybe not should, but I'm going to get it because we have some stuff we have to talk about. What could he possibly have to talk about with anybody else? Because I'm clearly the winner. I understand. I just... You disagree, but... With the logic, but the yes. logic is there. Okay, yes. Sure. Also, though, the Claire Cassidy, that she thinks she's going to get it and then is disappointed when the only other person in the group that hasn't had a one-on-one gets it. You she's know not I mean? even happy for Andy. Did you no. know? She's not even happy for her. No, but she me, just neither sold is, off like a little yeah. bitch. Honestly, though, neither I is do. Cassandra. Cassandra was yeah. like... I had didn't think that Andy would be getting that one-on-one. It's like, okay, guys, did you really think that he wasn't going to give Andy a one-on-one? You just thought yeah. he was just going to start giving out second one-on-ones? I'm sorry. And Andy's been, like, nothing but nice to the girl to the other girls. Yeah. Do you, do you I'm all just think surprised. that, like, I know that in recent seasons, um, the girls have talked about how, like, they've had roommates, and they get really close with their roommates, and they talk about their relationships with the leads, with the roommates. Sometimes it just feels like on this season there's just a super disconnect between, like, how the girls are seeing Juan Pablo, Mm -hmm. like, treating other girls, or, like, where everybody's relationship is. Like, they just seem, like, very unsure. Um, With the exception of Claire, because he gives her all of that attention. Like, Mm -hmm. do you think that that's... Because Juan Pablo is so, like, kind of wishy-washy and doesn't make any sense? Or do you think it's because there's just kind of a lack of awareness with the other women? Like, they either don't care about his relationship with any of the other girls, or they, like, just don't, like, this is a season where we're seeing more friendships, so they're not really talking about it. Like, what do you think? Because this is a little bit strange. I definitely think they, they care about the other relationships, but I don't think they talk about them. So, you know, when they say something along the lines of, like, I don't know what he's like with the other women or what the relationship is with him and the other women. But I think they're definitely worried about it. Yeah, I think that they, I mean, just being a spectator of this season, you feel kind of confused. I can imagine the girls are also confused because he's kissing girls and not kissing girls. He's sending home girls that he's kissed. He's sending home, you know, he's keeping girls that he hasn't kissed. It doesn't make any sense. And I can't, um, I can empathize with the fact that they're just confused as to what's going on in his mind because none of it makes sense. So that makes them more insecure. Because if, you know, so-and-so felt insecure in their relationship and then got sent home, um, then, you know, where do you stand? Mm -hmm. So, right, right, right. I just thought it was, like, an interesting... Um, oh, and I did want to make the comparison where, you know, Abigail didn't get a one-on-one. Serena P. got her second one-on-one before Abigail got a one-on-one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, it's happened before. It's mm-hmm. not like that would be... See, to me, my brain was like, this makes the most sense. Everyone gets a one-on-one first, 
And then you go, you get seconds. And then you do your seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, I mean, logically, sure. And, like, fairness, yeah. But also, like, I mean... This is the Bachelor, baby. This season doesn't really make any sense. So, like, if Claire did get two in a row, like, who would be surprised at this point? I mean, but she gets every it. other time. She gets all of his time, you know, for the rest of the group dates and stuff like that. For, so the, why, for the rest it of wouldn't the be time. Weird. Yeah. It wouldn't be out of character. So, yeah. Claire I was guess just lucky Nikki wasn't on that group date because Nikki gets all the group date roses. She sure does. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, um, so Andy gets the one-on-one date, um, and Claire is pissed. Um, and then we also, before we get into the date, Renee and Cassandra have a nice little talk about being moms and, like, feeling guilty about being there, not sure, like, the feelings about being there. More Cassandra talking to Renee about it, because Cassandra is a young mom, and Renee is the greatest person on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um... So that, I thought, was a really nice, sweet moment that we got to see between those two women. Um, And it really just hits home that these women are friends, Mm -hmm. um, which is really, really nice to see. Like, it makes me feel good. I feel like, I feel like uh, Renee is the calming voice for Cassandra that Juan Pablo should be. You know, like, when Juan Pablo talks to Andy, she's like, all I had to do was tell me it was going to be okay. And that, like, he was going to do it and that he was going to support me. And then I was fine. I feel like Renee is that for Cassandra because they're both moms. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they should just date. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. If they're into that, that's, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that sounds good. I mean, sounds good y- she is definitely getting more answers from Renee than, or more, you know, more emotional connection with Renee at this point. And Cassandra isn't everyone. <laughs> isn't everyone that emotional? And Cassandra intimacy. leaves. Mm-hmm. She leaves that conversation though, like feeling a lot better. Yeah, and feeling like okay, I can definitely still be here and definitely still do this. Yeah. So that like that's really really nice, and it's one of those like Renee was really nice to because it is a competition. Do something like that for. Someone she's competing against. Mm-hmm. Someone well, she gets I mean. compared to a lot mm-hmm. because they are the two moms. But instead of being competitive, she joins forces and is like, we're going to lift each other up. Yeah. Because she is a wholesome angel Everybody who is loves, too good for Bachelor Nation. Everybody loves Renaymond. Yeah, <laughs> this that's is true. What, this is what we said. Um, and then we get into Andy's date a little bit. Um, they go on a speedboat. Uh uh, once again, we're on a date where we can't talk to each other, which is um, they're both great. they're both yelling that they are so excited to be there. Sure, <laughs> yes, um, no. a nightmare for whoever did the sound mixing yeah. for the show. This show is not kind to those audio mixers, um, whom I have a lot more respect for now that I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> um, but. Then they do, the the big part of the date for me was that walking in between the cliffs moment. Um, thoughts on that, friends, because I have some thoughts. My sister, uh, who is our most loyal listener, self-declared, um, mm-hmm. she brings up an excellent point every time we talk about this. He always takes girls on dates where they could die. I he's was like, thinking he's just the trying same to thing. Yep. He's just trying to kill them. But I, I think I don't oh, think that he's ahead. trying to kill them. I think that he is trying to 
manipulate some sort of situation. I don't know. Don't, don't quote me on this. I don't know. It's just so weird where he starts off by saying, I want to see if these girls trust me. That is weird yeah. to me. It's pretty gross. It, right? A little this predatory. Is a little off. <laughs> Red yeah. flag. That's right. All of these extreme dates, mm-hmm. red flags. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, so on the other side of this, I do think it's really cool and really pretty. Maybe not for a first date, but like, it would be a really cool adventure to do with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, or like your longtime yeah. partner of some Like kind. both of you saved up money to go on vacation or whatever. But yeah. like, this just feels, I, I'm wondering if Andy is claustrophobic. Because, you know, Chelsea was afraid of heights. Um, Nikki was afraid of heights. And now we're bringing Cassandra into, not Cassandra, um, Andy Andy. into this, into the crevices of rocks. The hidden waterfall, though. Very cool. Very nice touch. Like, very nice ending. The place itself was very cool. Would I have felt comfortable enough to be in water where I couldn't see my feet? No. No. Um, couldn't see the ground below me, getting in between little rocks, Mm -hmm. big rocks, all the kinds of rocks. I don't know. It just, it just, once again, we're in territory that, like, doesn't feel completely safe to me, even though I know we have, like, a team of people, like, working around the clock. Speaking of producers, like, the camera guy that has to go backwards following them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, leading them. Man, like, these poor, poor producers get put through, or, like, cameramen and team gets, like, put through hell. That person was an intern. (laughs) The poor sound guy who, like, Mm -hmm. has, or gal who has to, like, do that nonsense work or whatever. But, like, I don't know. I, I thought it was cool if it was with anybody else. Yeah. Like, if I would, if, if it was even with, and I don't love any of the bachelors that I have watched, like any of the lead men, I've never really like come out loving them or anything, but if we saw like Peter or Matt or Colton do this, mm-hmm. um, well, you know you're safe with Colton. <laughs> well, but like, I, I don't know. I think I would have rather had done it with them because mm-hmm. I feel like whatever their ulterior motive is is not so is not like Juan Pablo because now we've already seen that he's kind of predatory and creepy and whatever with Claire I don't really want to see any girls going to what my mother would call a second location <laughs> with him <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, I, I you just, know, I'm, it I'm makes me uncomfortable. Honest. I know there's a team there, but like it just makes me feel weird mm-hmm. now. Right. So, okay, so let, let's put it this way. Okay, Andy, in her talking head, before she even goes on this date, what are her goals for this date? She says, I want to see if we have a deeper connection than just a physical mm-hmm. one. That is what mm-hmm. she wanted, right, out of this date. Because mm-hmm. she was like, it's already established that they, they are physically attracted to each other, but she doesn't know if there's anything else. Now, going on a speedboat doesn't allow for any sort of conversation for her right. to see if there's an emotional connection. Uh, fitting between two rocks, two caves, trying to squeeze your way through there. 
also doesn't feel like it's conducive to see if there's an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. A very loud waterfall? A very loud also waterfall no- where you're just making out underneath also doesn't seem like it's conducive for establishing an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what's weird to me. It's like you're doing these dates where, yes, you're doing something fun or romantic, but you're not really seeing if you are compatible. Mm-hmm. Does that which make sense? Which is the point. Yeah, which is the point. Yeah, it makes especially. perfect sense. Yeah, especially on your first one-on-one. Mm-hmm. This is like a fantasy suite date or something, is what I thought. Yeah. Like, this is before fantasy suites. They're in, you know, uh, Costa Rica. They're they're in the Bahamas, whatever. whatever mm-hmm. And doing the stuff like The fear brings this. them closer, and then they go spend intimate night together. And Her, they've already right. had the time to, like, mm-hmm. talk about the basic Basics, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I guess, like, Andy has the last one-on-one date, so, like, what did they talk about on the group dates or whatever? But you are right, Rachel, and it's something that, like, I forgot about, but, like, she did say that. Mm-hmm. Like, she wants a deeper connection. Well. And wants to figure that out, and I don't know if that's something that happened here. Moving forward to, like, the night portion of the date, they... Juan Pablo's like, we're going to be eating dinner by this geyser. It should be pretty exciting. And I'm like, what What were you thinking, my dude? Like, what What? Did, what, what do you think was going to happen? Because then, mm-hmm. like nature does, the mm-hmm. geyser explodes. Mother Nature was like, run, run, run. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's like, this is a sign. Is Get it. out. Get out of here. Um, but to Andy, she, she literally says, this ruined our date. It ruined our dinner. Um, and she didn't really get a chance to talk to him. So then they get up and they're soaking wet and they're talking like on a sidewalk where you'd see the geyser. Um, and Juan Pablo's like, oh, so exciting, you know, blah, 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 blah. And she's disappointed. And I just feel, I feel sad for her because this was not any of the date that she wanted. There is something she also says, and I think it might be in between the night portion of the date or maybe it was after... But she says, like, I'm really starting to like him. And my note was, we're on week six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is where girls are starting to say, I'm falling for you. Like, mm-hmm. we start to see that kind of stuff at like week Nikki six. Nikki did say that. She to has, him. yes. Yeah. Um, Who did? But week six, Nikki. Nikki. Oh, yeah, she did, didn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're starting to see these women making that leap. Mm-hmm. That not everybody, like, makes because they either get shut down or, like, they don't do it in time. And Andy is behind that whole thing. I'm really starting to like him in week six. She's sort of on the fence with Charlene. But, I see, not, I don't feel like the same way. It's I don't mean as way, in, yeah. like, she's gonna leave, but, like, she's starting to like him. Charlene is like, I'm not sure, but I might like him. I feel like... So they're... I feel like Andy is more open, though, mm-hmm. than Charlene is, mm-hmm. and I think that that plays to, like, how genuine she comes off a lot of the time, is that, like, she's open to this, like, working out, whereas Charlene, I think, is so on the fence that, like, sometimes it just feels mm-hmm. off and weird. Um, I but just think that's Charlene. Andy... I feel I'm worried. I'm worried about her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm truly just, and I know that things have got to work out fine because it is seven years later. But I am worried about her because <laughs> I don't want her to get vulnerable with somebody. Three points vulnerable with somebody 
um, who is going to hurt her. And I just have a really pit in my stomach feeling that this guy is going to do something real dumb and make her feel bad. I am worried for all of these women. Um, I I think Charlene's going to bounce back. (laughs) (laughs) I did want to say that it is very interesting that you compared it to other seasons because at this point it's, is it the week before hometowns or is it like a couple of weeks before hometowns in any other season? People are starting to say that they're falling in love with the lead. They start saying that they are in love with the lead. I think at this point, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the the front runners, at least the ones with the strongest connections, Mm -hmm. um, in, in any other season, but you're not really seeing that so much with Juan Pablo. You're, you're, Nikki, I think, is the only one who has said that she's falling in love with him. I think mm-hmm. maybe Claire, I don't even think Claire has said it. That she's if falling Claire in love has with said him. it, we haven't seen it yet. Right. Yeah. I feel bad for Andy. Because she didn't get the date she wanted. Sure, they had fun. Yeah. But you can have fun with your friends. You can have fun with anybody. So, <laughs> so right. So you can see. She little... wanted a genuine romantic connection. Mm-hmm. Right. An emotional intimacy. Yeah. That, I mean, they had that little conversation where basically she was like, so what do you want? And he was like, uh, I want more. He said, I was I, I want love and I want more kids. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, I can't remember if he asks her what she wants. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, it, he probably doesn't. <laughs> it seems like, yeah, it doesn't really seem like it was it was a lot, you know, it didn't, it didn't seem like it, mm-hmm. it was enough for to well, her Andy, to. Andy also asks, where is your head at? And he doesn't answer the question. Right. He like skirts around it. I don't even mm-hmm. remember what he says, but he doesn't answer it. We don't get anything out of him. Nope. Yeah. That's interesting, huh? Which is weird, he's right? The, he's the worst. I mean, yes, we, we've established that. The internet has established that. Google mm-hmm. said so. But, like, I just don't, like... I guess it's, like, what makes to... him the worst, though. What makes him the worst, Bachelor? And I think that it, we're, like, starting to see, like, maybe he's just... It's it's difficult for him to establish emotional connections mm-hmm. with any of them. Or, or, or at least with, you know... It seems like he's, try, he's trying really hard with, like, Charlene and Nikki, from my point of view... It just seems like all of the rest of them, and it's difficult feel, for him to get there. I feel like we're not getting past the, like, physical attraction part of anything. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like every time we try to, like, overtake that... Any of the women. With any of the women, it's like hitting a roadblock. Like He kisses them, and then they're just making out. Right. Like, because even Charlene, like, as much crap as I give her, like... Has been like, I have a plan. I'm going to go in. We got to talk to him. We got to, like, figure stuff out. But then he kisses her, and it all just, like, goes out the window. Mm-hmm. And, like, at least with, like, Peter and Matt, we've, we saw some really good conversations with the women that, he, like, they have had. Colton, too. Those are the only three guys that I've watched. Um, but, like, we see them talk to each other 
And we see them make out and have a physical connection. Mm -hmm. But right now, I feel like every time we try, especially, like, here on this date that's supposed to be about, like, getting to know each other and what we want in our futures to see if they line up or and if this makes any sense at all. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're always hitting that roadblock. And to him, it almost feels like he doesn't care Mm -hmm. that they're hitting that roadblock because this is what he's... I almost want to say he's here to, like fuck with a lot of women. Like, mm-hmm. fuck a lot of women or, like, hook up with women that are really attractive because they always get really beautiful women for The Bachelorette or for The Bachelor. Um, so I don't know. It just feels like... It feels like, you know, a lot of the time you're like, the contestants aren't here for the right reasons. I feel like he's not here for the right reasons, like, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I, I That makes perfect sense to me. Again, I do not know how this ends, but, like, that's where I'm at after Andy's date. Well, so, let's move to, on to, uh, they read the group date card, right? Mm-hmm. Group mm-hmm. date, we've got Charlene, Chelsea, Renee, Nikki, Kat, and Cassandra, which means Claire, Claire gets, gets the one-on-one. She gets her second one-on-one. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Good for you, Claire. Good for it, you. What's so funny is my cook claire moment is when she, it seems like she kind of had to dumb when her name wasn't on the card and she was like wait I get the second one on one or she was like I get a one on one I don't know it just seemed like <laughs> it's like Claire this is coming ugh, out. yuck yeah this is a this is a Claire this is like you know she jumps on that line for me of I love her I hate her I can't stand her I like her a little bit like she dance she dances on that line with me and it's it's that I'm passing this rose around like you've never seen one before moment <laughs> for me. Like come on Claire. But and we're not there yet for Claire. We'll, we'll get to her, but like the other girls they go on this like picnic date and Juan Pablo and here's my red flag moment. Juan Pablo takes them all out and he's like we're going to have a nice quiet time, a nice quiet picnic whatever. And the girls are all like, we don't believe you. <laughs> and I'm sitting <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, like, yes, this is very funny. But also, if you're dating a man you don't know, and your first thing is, I don't believe you when it, something comes out of his mouth, that's your cue Run. to be like, this is not gonna work. <laughs> like, we, we gotta do something else. This is just not working. <laughs> oh boy I was like mm, there we go that would be my like if I was on the season that would be my I gotta go home now mm-hmm. like this is my time to leave um unless I'm trying to get Instagram followers then I'm staying the whole time right. but as long as you can exactly I don't even <laughs> one think... more week yeah exactly. <laughs> one more week so he reveals these giant uh balls oh wait but they go on they do go on a picnic yes yeah and Chelsea, is it Chelsea? She goes, can I steal you away? And then they walk away and look at cows. And she just talks about how it looks like Indiana. Ohio. 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 Sure. Yes. Same. Okay. Did I black out during this part of the episode? It's not a big part. They were like, nope. Weren't they using the blades of grass to sound like ducks or something? What? Yeah. Weren't they blowing through the blades of grass? Yeah. Okay. So... None of the I, other girls steal him away, but Chelsea's like, can I steal you for a minute? And then they, like, walk across the field and have a little chat. 
And none of the, all the other girls are like, what the hell is going Listen, on? Listen, I didn't have any wine, I don't think, when I was watching this, but maybe that was a blackout moment. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, see, to me it wasn't like a huge moment, but the fact that she I was have, just like, yeah, let's go. I watched this on with this you and I have date. no recollection of this happening. And Chelsea's like on my team. I like pay attention to my people. Nope, completely lost that. Well, that's... So then he takes them... Then he takes them to the giant balls uh, where they're going to be rolling downhill in these big old balls. Inflatable balls with, like, water inside. So that they don't stick to the plastic. They all came to this date in heavy jackets, boots, pants, long sleeves, and now they're stripping down to bathing suits and getting in wet balls. (laughs) <laughs> also, um, here we are again with a date where we cannot talk to each other yep. because we're rolling downhill mm-hmm. in balls. Let's just avoid ever talking to the women. Why do we need to? What Honestly. if the producers were just like, brilliant idea, kind of like what they did for um, Peter season where they were like, what if everyone was the villain? How about this? <laughs> we're going to make if, you guess what until if the this end. one? And the um, villain wins. Let's do dates <laughs> Where no one talks to Juan Pablo because Juan Pablo cannot carry a conversation to save his life. Like, maybe that's, like, what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, because every single date has been, like, well, here's another one where they're not going to be able to talk to each other. Yeah, like, you can only say things to him where his response can be, that's okay. Or, that's like, it. you're rolling down in the ball with one person. It's, like... You're in the coconut boat with one person. I'm sure that him and Claire talked when they were in the coconut boat, but we didn't see it. No. Well, Nikki, after she gets out of her trip with Juan Pablo in the ball, she gets out and she's like, Juan Pablo and I may be kissed. Twice. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, Nikki, I hate you. So, but like, (laughs) that's the only intimate moment I feel like they had. One thing I will say is I really enjoyed watching Charlene on this date. That girl had fun. Mm-hmm. She got down to her bathing suit, which was so cute, white with fringe, mm-hmm. and she hopped into those balls, and she was just like, whoa, whoa. Charlene is, Charlene uh, crawled so Kelly could run. Uh, <sighs> Kelly Kelly truth. Flanagan. Um, who really was just like, I'm going to be here and have a good time because mm-hmm. I'm here, and here we are. Um, without that, like, Kelly confidence mm-hmm. that she had mm-hmm. in Peter season, but, like, I I appreciate that about Charlene, where she was just, like, out to have a good time, and she's never talking bad, like, never talking shit like Kelly on this season ever mm-hmm. did. She's always, like, very diplomatic about yeah. everything, which I really also enjoy about her. Um, I really don't have too many notes. I Like, there were girls going down in the balls together. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was more intimate, once again, with the women all being <laughs> friends than uh, with Juan Pablo, with the exception of Nikki. Um... But it looked fun. It it's something that fun. I might enjoy, um, as far as like extreme sport goes. But I'm not like, sure if I do it or not, I don't know. I I think I would do. When I was a kid, I loved rolling down hills, not in balls, just like you know, rolling down hills. So I think that if, I, if the peer pressure of it all, if I saw everybody else doing it, I'd probably be like, all right. But I'd be like reserved about it. I wouldn't be jumping in like. I do want to say at the end of the episode during the credits. It shows them running through a field with the sheep. And I don't know if either of you have lived next to sheep or around sheep, but they poop everywhere. Can't say and that. I mean everywhere. And these women are running through this field in their bare feet. Mm-hmm. No fence. So they're with the sheep. 
And they're running through this field, and I'm like, that is by far the most disgusting thing that has happened on this show. Ugh. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> Fucking yuck. So, that that really bothered me. But that's as far fine. as that, you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So, we get to the night portion of this date, mm-hmm. and... They go to a hobbit hole! They go I to Hobbiton. This. This Another we... moment... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say another moment where my girl Charlene mm-hmm. is showing her true self. Yeah. She is, she geeks out and she's like, yeah, she oh my God, we're in Hobbiton. <laughs> and I, that's what you love that Charlene's could, a nerd. I love it. I love it. I couldn't have been more happy. I rewound that. I was like, oh, I love it. My sister and I watched it together. I was like, this is so cute. I love Charlene. And I think more than ever. That her and I were meant to be together. Aww. Charlene, I love you. Um, Charlene, come on the podcast. <laughs> um, but she, so, like, every, everyone else is kind of like, oh, this is that um, Rings movie with the my precious. And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God. Why bring these women here if they won't appreciate it? No, Charlene is like, so Charlene can appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Charlene's, like, hyperventilating. She's so excited. Yeah, it's adorable, and I'm just like, layers, Charlene, you got so many layers. Honestly, I would also be really excited to be there. Yeah. Me too. Lord of the Rings. Cassandra at some point was like, oh, this is what I remember, the little round doors in the hills. And I'm like, the, It's like they yeah. get it's like they get the popular girls from high school on this show and then sometimes one of us sneaks in. Secretly nerdy. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh God, you didn't watch no, these see, movies, please. She's beauty and she's grace, but she's also a nerd, and I love that. I really I love that. Fucking love it. This um, might be my so, perfect date. This you know, it might be my perfect date is going to the uh, Lord of the Rings set. Either that, yeah, or a Star Wars Galaxy Edge, or Star Wars set of some sort, or Game of Thrones mm-hmm. tour. Those mm-hmm. all of my favorite things. Yes, let's do. I it. mean, there are Game of Thrones places in New Zealand, but was I don't think Game of Thrones is out then. No, no I don't was think. Mm, I don't. Know. I think it was maybe just, just starting. Before. Yeah, it might just have started or just before it started. Hard to really fact check. I. Um, we'll say that as much as I would have loved this date to go with you guys, I don't know how much I would love it with, like, six women I'm competing with. Um, mm-hmm. however, I think it's super cool. I would have taken a million pictures on a disposable camera if I had one. <coughs> um, and then bragged to all of my friends. Because I loved Lord of the Rings. Me and Mike Burke watched all of the extended editions together in college, and it was very fun. Season one came out in 2011. See, I knew, okay, because Vine was a thing at one point, and my friend made a Vine about all of the different houses Mm -hmm. and trying to get me to watch the show, and I remember being like, this seems too complicated for me. It was really complicated, but they could have gone there too. I think that would have also added to my perfect date, Rachel, because I love Game of Thrones. I have a Game of Thrones tattoo. I love Game of Thrones. Listen, give me a dive bar and a microphone and a karaoke guy running the machine, and that if is my perfect date. If you're going to go to New date. Zealand, though? Yep. I want all New Zealand-themed drinks. I don't know what those are, but just, I'm sure they have just them. Just Foster's, like, just beer. <laughs> sure, let's do it. I'm here for it. 
You know why? Because I'd feel very comfortable. I'd probably have an outfit that works. And, like, <laughs> it would be... <laughs> Chef's kiss. Uh, just get me into a dive bar. It's gotta be dive. It's gotta be gross. Mm-hmm. Like... So, we get... He talks to Cassandra. Well, he pulls Renee first, but we don't see a lot of that. Right. Just after no, We saw a little bit. They, 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 like, made out a little bit outside. They, they mm-hmm. kissed a lot outside. He kisses all of them. It's insane. He kissed her, you know, now that he's done it once, we can do it a million more times. Because Camilla, I guess, only cares about the first time. Yeah. But maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Maybe not the second Once time. you've Don't seen your dad allegedly have sex in an ocean, what's left, right? right. What's left? Um, and then he does talk to Cassandra. He talks to Cassandra for a little while. Um, and things seem to be fine. Yeah. And then he talks to Cat. And Kat kind of, uh, not, I don't know if that's the right order, but I know that he does talk to her because she's a little bit more vulnerable with him again about her past and her, um, you know, relationship with her dad or lack thereof. She gets really deep with him and mm-hmm. he doesn't really reciprocate it and it doesn't no. really, no, he's, he's sort just, of just like talking to a wall. Like blank. Dead inside. Like he just doesn't, like, Kat, like nothing. Cat opens up to him. Yeah. And um, I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. Do you think he just doesn't know what to do with that kind of vulnerability? For sure. Yeah. I, I think that's definitely it. Um, but he doesn't display any like empathy or sympathy mm-hmm. um, in those moments. I don't know if it's just a disconnect or like he doesn't really know what to do. But like he's shown that he can comfort these women. But I don't know that he realizes he needs to in this this moment. Hmm. Like, reassure her that he accepts it and that it's okay, you know? Mm-hmm. I That one definitely came later mm-hmm. with Kat. Um, I don't think he's here for the right reason. He's not. There's no other way for me to really explain my feelings other than that. And mm-hmm. I think that that point that we were talking about before is shown when he talks to Charlene. When Charlene is like, okay, I just need to get more clarity and we need to have like a deeper conversation or something like that. And mm-hmm. then she gets, she gets her time. The first thing they do is make out and she's like, what was I supposed to be doing again? She literally oh, yeah. blacks out because she probably came in her pants or something. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls away and it, all of a sudden like... It's like she switches personalities. She pulls a, away and then yeah, she's like, what? I wanted to bring that up because it's the next thing that's in my notes. And I wrote, this is so weird because they're making out and it's almost like a snap immediately. And the first thing I thought of is we don't see his hands. What is he doing below the frame? That Because like, it's it's like. Oh, I never thought about it's that. It's like a, like. A complete switch in per like in what I she's so doing. Too. I thought so too. I thought but, it was weird. I was like, "What did he go? I mean, what this did is he the first do?" Time we've seen her do- seen her switch like that when they were on the beach, and she wanted to talk to him. This was and different, though. She, but I mean, it was more intense. But at the same time, on the beach, she also like she sat up, pulled away from him, and was like, I can't show you all my cards. So to me, this also reminded me of that. It was a little bit sharper, and I honestly did not think about that, what you're talking about at all. But that's a valid point. He's a trash bag, so. And, like, I mean, if 
now he, not that I don't want to, like, sound terrible, but, like, now that he knows that he's done that with Claire, like, he got away with certain things with Claire, Mm -hmm. now is he just going to push the boundaries with everybody and see, like, what he can do, especially because he really likes Charlene. Gross. I just, I got a weird, I got a weird vibe from that, like, weird cut that she did. Mm -hmm. Either that was a bad edit. It didn't look... Or like an edit. something. It didn't look like an edit. No, it didn't. It was literally like she snapped back to reality. Yeah. You, and you what cause is that, though? Like, I don't know. Because I don't know. It's almost like she's pushing. Like, she's lost, and then she pushes through, and she's like, oh, yeah, I was here for a reason. Yeah. But I don't it's, see, th- it's I like don't see that. I don't see that herself push. in the moment. It's like she loses herself in the moment, makes out with him, and then she's like, shit, shit. I have to, I have to actually talk to this guy. We can't just mm-hmm. make out. See, and I want to believe that that's what happened. Like, I want to believe that, because that mm. feels less dirty and gross to me. All right, Mulder. But I almost feel like, I feel like this was different, because we've seen her do this before. Yeah. Like, this is not the first time. But this was very, this was in very stark contrast, and it almost makes me feel like maybe something was happening that we're not seeing, because we're not supposed to see it, because we're supposed to like him. Like, mm-hmm. something is happening that we're not seeing, and that snaps her out of it this time. And mm, she's like, nope, we gotta talk about Because she looked... If you looked at her face, she looked, like, surprised. Mm-hmm. And I... I just got a weird... And I don't know. I wasn't there. I mean, that's a really good point. I'm, I... It was just a really weird shift. And literally anything could have happened. And we mm-hmm. already have seen how he treats Claire. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't be the first. And I, you know, the, so out based of the on the other dates, I still question how safe these women are. That's In general. It, uh, I thought it was just a weird, the editing was kind of weird because they put this confusing music mm-hmm. over top yeah. when she was making out with him. Mm-hmm. It, it, I'm not sure if it was quirky. I'm not sure if it was supposed to be like, oh, she, she. remember when she said she was going to talk to him and now she's making out with him? That's kind of what it felt like, but it was just weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. The whole thing Strange. was weird. It made me uncomfortable. I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it either. But then we learned that it's Cassandra's birthday. Yeah, she's turning 22. Oh, yeah, she's, she's, oh. And all the girls are so nice to her, and they're like, happy birthday, mm-hmm. we're so glad you're here, all this other stuff. Don't they, like, sing to her and stuff, I think? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the girls are being really nice to Cassandra, because it's her birthday. And mm-hmm. Cassandra has it in her mind that she's going to get the group date rose, because it's Cause her birthday. it would be the best birthday present ever, yeah. It's so, it's so sweet, and so... Uh, yeah, I, it's really I, sad. I feel bad. I feel bad because she doesn't get that. Mm-hmm. No, she doesn't. Oh, you know, I um, you know, Ren- I just want to say, Renee, uh, bless her heart, the yeah. angel sent from above. Renee says <clears throat> she wants Cassandra to get the group date rose because she yeah, said she deserves it and it's her birthday. She, she said yes. She said Cassandra deserves it. It's her birthday and she needs the validation. So she mm-hmm. wants Cassandra to get the birthday rose. You don't hear that from any women ever. That they want somebody ever. else to get the birthday rose. Come on. Renee is too good for this show. We don't deserve her. Renee, come talk to us. Renee, uh, we, Renee. we miss you. 
Renee, we need more women like you on the bash. Yeah, we have so many questions. Please, please come talk to us. What are you doing here, first of all? Just made my heart (laughs) sore. Like, she's just so confident in her relationship with him. She doesn't feel like she needs it, but she knows that Cassandra needs the extra validation because Mm -hmm. of what she's going, because of their conversation the other night. So, ugh, ugh. And then Cassandra doesn't get it. Yeah, then he gives the group date rose. To my girl Charlene. Wah, wah, wah. I wrote. I wrote. Gives Charlene the makeout queen the rose. <laughs> oh, Charlene the makeout queen. I love that. Yes, that's um, her right now. Um. So. Mm-hmm. He gives Charlene the group date rose. Uh, you can feel the tension. You could cut it with a butter knife. Like, it is. Everyone's like, ooh. And then he asks to take Cassandra aside, and. Most of the women are kind of like, oh, he's probably just telling her happy birthday. Like, he just wants to talk to her and, you know, spend a little quality time with her because she didn't get the rose in and it's her birthday. And then we go outside and he's talking to her. He has an umbrella, but he closes it. It it was raining. Um, but he proceeds to tell her that he doesn't feel like their connection is as strong as it is with other women and that he doesn't want to wait want her to have to wait two more days to see her son and he sends her home oh don't birthday. forget don't on forget you're one of my special ones Gross. yeah he said uh you're one of my special ones i wrote as elise would say Disgusting. Ugh, yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um it's just really disappointing um it's really sad because he makes it sound like he's doing her a favor and yeah She's, uh. He literally says, this is what's best for her. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you knew everything. Maybe she knows what's best for her. Maybe leave that up to her. I've been somebody who men have told me, you're catching the feelings and I'm just doing what's best for you. And I'm like, do you think I'm stupid? Like, do you think that I can't make my own choices? This is a fucking red flag. Ugh, I'm so we're, we're mad, mad about it. Like, I just, I literally wrote, like, like, he's doing you such a favor because he's obviously such a fuckboy, but, like, that, this is what's best for her moment would just, like, literally was like a dagger in my eye. I was like, are you kidding me right so, now? But then he goes back to the group of women and without Cassandra, and they're all like, oh, he's alone, he's alone. He comes back, and then he tells them, I didn't want her to have to wait two days to see her son. Mind you, New Zealand is a 24-hour time shift. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes 24 hours to get there. Um, so, <laughs> she's going to be waiting anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, he acts like like he was doing her a favor. It's, it's really gross. And then he uses it to... Make the other women think that he's kind and gentle and, you know, considerate. And I think he's like, you know, this was, was best for her, blah, 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 blah. I really want to carry on with, like, the people that I feel a strong connection with. I am so nervous for Renee because this is, like, I'm going to send the women with the children home before whatever and just I think feel- Renee will make it to hometowns. You think Renee is mm-hmm. going to make it to hometowns? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I don't know if I want that or not. I don't, I don't want, want this man to meet her son. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like Ben that's... doesn't deserve this. No, Ben is better than this. So, I don't know. <laughs> but he bought Ben a gift, and I think for good television, they'll have him bring Ben the gift from Vietnam. That's fair. So, um... There was also a weird, sad music video in the middle of The Bachelor that was happening. Yeah, he walks back after he breaks up with Cassandra. Wasn't that weird? They don't... And I'm like, what the fuck? Why are there lyrics to this song? 110% my guess as to why they did that was because they did not have enough usable footage to make this episode long enough to fill the time slot. And they needed to put something in there. So weird. It was the weirdest thing I literally wrote. What is this? sad music video like what is happening it's raining he's got a weird clear shiny umbrella and some man is singing i don't know i didn't know what was going on they what just breaks my heart is cassandra's in that freaking suv and you know right underneath her name they changed her age to 22 yeah as she's leaving and so sad. She's just sobbing, and she's like, "I just want love so bad." It. Oh my gosh, my heart just breaks. Because she but talks you know about what? how she's like, "It's just, I just never get it, though. I just really want love. I just really want it." And she's oh, twenty-two. You know, I know, she's 22. but but on her birthday, it was just. Oh, gosh. The timing was, was bad. Yeah, we related it to when, um, you know, on America's Next Top Model, there was a girl who left high school to be on the show, and she got eliminated yes. on the night of her high school, school graduation. graduation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. That was rough. I remember that. Yeah. I, I was watching it at that time, yeah. Yeah, and then Tyra made it sound like we're doing you a favor, a ton of girls and would wa- want would to be in your position. Kill to be in your position. And she's like, "I'm going. I'm going home." <laughs> and, so, and the yeah, first was... thing she wails when she, Tyra sends her home is, "I missed my high school graduation." She like wails it, like yeah. right when she's getting sent home. Oh gosh. Anywho, back to the Bachelor. Um, so the women yeah. are shocked that Cassandra is gone. Charlene feels really quickly. I'm surprised that nobody freaking brought it up that. He sent her home on her birthday. Nobody, nobody questioned it. Nobody was like, it doesn't, why? Nobody said, why today? It's her birthday. You couldn't have kept her for two more days because it's her birthday. I don't birthday. feel like he knew it was her birthday. And no you don't point think he does he mention happy birthday. He yeah, never he says happy birthday her. to her. At least we don't see it. Yeah. We don't see it. Um, I also don't know how comfortable the women feel because they're still in that stage of feeling like they have to impress him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody would question him to his face. Like, I just feel like that's not the group of women who would do it. Like, does nobody want to stick up for people because it's a competition? Because they seem like they're friends. Mm, At least it might more just so. Be them not seeing, because they're in a bubble, right? We're watching they're them, the they're not watching themselves. So we can see everything that they can't. But, like, don't... I don't know. And maybe, again, this is just me, and this is probably why most of my relationships failed until I stopped giving a shit about stuff like this. But, like, 
I don't know, when you're first hanging out with somebody, you don't want to do something that's going to rock the boat because you don't want it to ruin anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want it to be like, okay. But this is week six. But this is week six. So if those feel- those women are feeling this way, it's because they don't know this man, which we've talked about this episode, about how he won't open up to them, so they don't know where they stand. Mm-hmm. And now here we are when something like this happens, like, they don't feel comfortable enough to be like, oh my god, it was her birthday. Like, mm-hmm. why would you, like... They're yeah, not going to question him. It. Yeah, but he but yeah. he makes it seem like he's did her a favor. You know, every it's almost like when Juan Pablo does something quote unquote bad or something that like looks bad, he always uses like the Camila card or the kid card. He mm-hmm. was like, well, I just didn't want her to wait. He spins it so he looks like the good guy. Yes, he does. It's it, I feel like it's a pattern classic narcissism i just feel like there's never any accountability on his end so like yeah that that feels like a narcissistic quality yep. but i'm not a therapist i don't know but yeah, like i, I mean i think we all know a narcissist um, i don't know i don't know i'm not i'm not gonna diagnose anybody but he does have some interesting traits here from what we've seen it, it interesting it's very diplomatic of you, Rachel. Yeah, it is. You. Me and Sarah are gonna get just take a lot of heat for making these like crazy comments. Honestly, I don't, I don't care. But <laughs> yeah, Juan Pablo, come on the podcast. I'm not here to make Defend friends. Yourself, I'm here to shit talk The Bachelor. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm here to be America's Next Top Model. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we're getting to our favorite, our very, very favorite contestant, Claire's one-on-one date. Whoop, whoop. Where they go to another beach. They go to a beach. This is the first time there's a date where they can talk. Wow. Amazing. What? Claire okay. gets the date where they can actually talk to each other. Isn't and we all wonder funny. why she's like this. We wonder, is it like, no, of course she's like this. He does this on purpose. She, of course, she feels like the front runner. She's the only one getting dates that make any fucking sense. Yes. Claire, you know what, Claire? I'm on your side. Team Claire. I'm on your side. I know. I'm sorry. Words I, just, I never thought I'd hear you uh, say. I know. I'm sorry, Claire. I misjudged you. I apologize. I will say I'm, I'm not necessarily Team Claire, but I'm not anti-Claire anymore. Good. That's good. So, I, I'm not going to go as far to say Team Claire. No, I'll say but I'm Team Claire. I, I do feel for her, and I do think that, like, he has done nothing but mislead her this whole time. Yeah. So, going garbage, into this doing date. Doing that to my girl. When I was watching this for the first time, going into this date, I thought he was going to send her home on this you one. You did. Mm-hmm. The first well, time I watched I think, it. I think, for me, because of the way that we watched it, um, I was like, I cannot believe we're still talking about this. Like, I feel bad that Claire has, you know, she's taken, she's thought about this so much that now it's it's affecting the rest of her time here. And I, I just want her to be able to, like, move past it. Do you know what I mean? See, and for me, to me, despite the baby voice that Claire likes to do... She wants to talk about this, and she is saying, like, I don't think we did anything wrong or inappropriate. To me, that that's growth. That's, yeah. I, we're having a problem, it's bothering me, and we need to discuss this. 
instead of being like, okay, let it go, whatever. Like, you hurt my feelings and I'm just going to let it go. I don't know if that's the, that's not the relationship Claire wants. And Claire does what Claire wants. We know this about mm-hmm. her. She's not somebody who's just going to like, be like, you know what, whatever, we let it go. No, Claire wants to talk. We're going to talk about it. And this is the relationship that Claire wants with somebody is one where they can talk it out. It's kind of like whenever, like, because Sarah and I live together, like, whenever we get into something that, like, doesn't make sense, we like to talk about it right away so Mm -hmm. that we can, like, clear the air and, like, make sure that nobody's, like, going to bed mad. Mm -hmm. Claire doesn't want to go to bed mad. And this is her chance to talk to him. So I don't even think that this is, like, tainting the rest of her time here as much as it is I have the opportunity now to work through something hard with you, which is something the other girls don't get to do because mm-hmm. they have not had this kind of conflict with you. It's going to ultimately, if we're if it works out the right way, bring us closer together, and it's going to show us how our relationship handles conflict. And that's valuable. It is. I think you're right. So for me as a person who's experienced trauma and the way that I cope with trauma, this would make me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I don't want to confront it. I will push it down. We will never talk about it again. You and I grow in our relationship. Madison and I grow in our relationship because we talk about things that upset us. So, you know, when something happens between us and we're just like, eh. So for me... This situation, no, it's not, I don't want to. I don't want to waste our date on talking. And about I this think anymore. that if it were you in this situation, you wouldn't. This would not have been your date. Like it would not have gone this way. I'm not going to lie to you. The minute that he said to me, um, "We made a mistake," well, well, I'd have left. I don't think I would have stayed. Right. But what I am saying is that, like, I think that Claire initiated this yeah. because this is what Claire wanted to do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I mean, like, props to you. Claire, if this is the way you handle things and do conflict and this is the way you want your relationship to be, I think that this is a very valuable moment for you because not everybody gets this when they're on the show. Yeah. Um, not everyone experiences conflict on the show and then when they get out with the lead? of the bubble. Yeah, with yeah, the lead. Yeah, with the lead. Specifically, like, you don't fight with the lead because you might go home. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. And she even goes like, was this our first fight? In her little Claire way that she Mm -hmm. does. But they do have a nice conversation about it. He still says that, she says, did we do anything wrong? And he says, yeah, I don't feel good about it. I, I want him to support her and he doesn't. And I just feel like he's not even trying to see it from her side of things. No. And she, she's apologizing, but he should also be apologizing. I don't know. Yeah. Let's get into it, because I wanted to hear how you guys felt about this, how this conversation went, and what do you think, um, how, it, do you think things were resolved? Like, go ahead, because I'm very curious. <sighs> to me, there was, it did not feel like there was a resolution. They kissed and made up, but it didn't feel finished. To me, one, yeah, to me, it felt kind of the same, that she was trying to talk to him there was a roadblock. He didn't want to really talk about anything. I felt like he was kind of talking in circles a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into her apologizing. And then they kind of like made up. And the Claire I know from her season would not have let that kind of bullshit fly. Mm-hmm. But Claire is not in charge today. He is. So she had to go. Like to me it felt almost like well I have to go along with this if I want to continue this relationship. So she's going to make that sacrifice to continue the relationships because this is valuable to her. Mm -hmm. Um, But something that he said to her, and it wasn't exactly this, but it was along these lines, it makes me feel bad when you cry, so stop. When, yeah. 
And I don't want to make you cry, he says. And I was like, okay, but um, you made her upset. He even says, I made Claire upset. And I'm like, yes, you did. You said something awful to her. You made her feel bad. You made her feel less than. Mm -hmm. And no woman should ever feel less than. No person should ever feel less than. It's not your job to, like, do that. You made a choice with her. This was two consenting adults from last episode. And I'm not going to go on a rampage today, I promise. But, like... Feels like you're ramping up. I am ramping up. I'm getting (laughs) heated. Um, But, like, he... it's, It's like he... I don't know what this disconnect is other than the fact that I'm so frustrated because I've lived in this moment over and over again because I have been there. Like, I have had this same conversation where I felt like because I really liked a guy and because it was early enough in our relationship where I don't want to rock the boat, I was like, you know what? I'm sorry. This is all on me. I'm just going to take the L and we're going to, like move on and I think that that's why this has been hitting me so hard and I think that this is why I get so frustrated with Claire but also why I just really want to like her is because I see so much of my younger self even though she's older than I am Mm -hmm. I see so much of my younger self in her and so much of my old relationships Mm -hmm. in her relationships that I'm just like, oh my god, I just want to like take her and like hit her on the nose with I, a newspaper like I a dog. Yeah, like, no, stop. Please. The idea of having to be the bigger person is a little toxic, and that's what's happening here. Yeah. Is her saying, it's fine. I I'm sorry. You know, let's enjoy our date. I I don't there isn't a resolution for me. She apologizes and he's just like, okay, it's okay. And they Hug and kiss and then, you know, carry on. The location for this date, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Weird rocky beach. I don't know how any of that was very comfortable, but honestly, gorgeous. Gorgeous. She looked gorgeous. She looked beautiful and white. Oh my gosh. And but gray. there, there are, there are, like, she even says, I Houdini'd out of things. Like, and I'm just like, but you, Babe, shouldn't, you shouldn't have, have to. to. Um, and that makes me really sad. And that put, that really just, like, this whole thing just put me really on Team Claire because I'm sitting here. It's like watching myself, like, five years ago mm-hmm. trying to be in a relationship with a guy who only saw one thing in me, who mm-hmm. only really wanted one thing out of me, and to just keep putting myself out there to, like, make him happy and, like lessening my self and to like keep the relationship going Mm -hmm. and nobody should have to do that if the person is the person then you can be yourself and you can get into arguments and you can have conversations like this without the risk of being like well if I do this it's all done it's all over like you shouldn't have to walk on eggshells with someone you're gonna spend the rest of your life with because life is hard and these conversations Mm -hmm. are gonna come up again Mm mm-hmm so, how did you feel about it, Rachel? Uh, I feel very similarly. I feel like nothing was resolved. I don't think that he answered any of her questions. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, I want to say at she... the end of the date, she said, we still have questions. Yeah, she did say, she said in her talking head, she said, I still have questions. And and it was interesting in her talking head. She said he, she said he apologized. He did not apologize. 
at all, which is so no. interesting that in her mind, he apologized in that conversation. I think, I think him, so I guess for me, along the lines of what I understood as him apologizing, heavy quotation marks, is him saying, I'm sorry that you felt like I did this to you, which isn't a real apology. It's not, I'm sorry I made you feel this way. It's, I'm sorry that you feel like I made you feel bad. Mm-hmm. It's not a real apology. Right. But she's like, I'll take what I can get. Which makes me sad. It, yeah. So, yeah. I don't even remember the night portion of this date. Was there a night portion? Yeah, they, there they, was a um, night portion. They, they went back to his place, didn't they? And she put on his sweatpants. And they oh, sweatpants. yeah. The hammer pants. Mm -hmm. The hammer pants. And they just chilled out on the couch and hung out. And they danced to that song that they danced to on their first date. Which I thought was cute. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have a c-c-c-c-claire moment. I had a w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-w-
he could have said anything because I'm kind, because I love my dad, because I, you know, he could have said anything else. He could have made shit up on the spot and he just couldn't. He could have said some like sanitized general bullshit and he didn't. He He just stopped talking. Super flat on that beautiful Uh face of his and he just like hit the the ground. Yes. His brain stopped working when it really needed to go over time, you know? Honestly, I, that's truly what happened. And I just thought it was so funny. And, like, maybe a little produced on her end, like, on her season. That oh, I this don't think is so at all. the same conversation that is happening mm-hmm. s- six years later. And mm-hmm. here we are again. And she... The character development of Claire Crawley in six years. Like, honestly, I'm a little impressed with her. She did a lot of things on her season I really liked, and then she did a lot of things I really disagreed with, but I wonder if, like, seeing Mm -hmm. it now with, like, fresh eyes would change something. But, like, yeah, how much bullshit she had to deal with on this season and how she just doesn't take it anymore. Well, and then, like, to look at, like, Paradise, and, like, I think she was on Mm -hmm. Winter Games or Bachelor Pad or something, like, she's, she was on Paradise twice, so, I mean, like, there's a lot of Claire content that that we just have not seen, um, because really our introduction to her, me and Sarah's, was her season, so I think it would be really interesting to watch all of Claire's storyline at some point, and then watch her season again, Yeah, and then, like, kind of look at it... With all of that knowledge. I feel like I'm going to need to, we're going to need to call this season, or this episode, am I dot 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 hashtag Dean Claire with a question mark. <laughs> well, Listen. you kind of see, it's so funny because. Because I do, I do now, I feel like I'm crossing over into that place. Claire, I'm so sorry for all the shit I gave you. Fuck. Claire, come on the podcast. We got to apologize. We got a lot of questions. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, we love you, Claire. We love how much you've grown. I That's honestly really, like, like what it comes down to. I mm-hmm. am so like impressed with this woman who has taken all of this bullshit, and then we see her six years later on her own season. And like Claire, I mean, like we made fun of her. She like Claire wants what she wants, you know, whatever. And we're seeing little glimpses of that now, which is so mm-hmm. nice. Those are the best moments of her, Mm -hmm. is seeing those glimpses of, like, Claire knows what she wants. Claire's going to go for what she wants. Then Claire does something really stupid, Mm -hmm. and then I'm like, Claire, what are you doing? But then she gets treated like garbage, and I'm just like, you know what? Like, And the girls aren't super nice to her. And the girls aren't nice to her. really likes her. Kelly flat (sighs) out is super mean to her. Claire! Claire! Anyway, so moving on. She gets the rose. She does. She and, gets it. you know, it's a weird date. So then we go to... But, but the, a date where they had ample conversation and emotionally intimate moments. Where and, nothing happened, and though. absolutely no time where it was just filler of them yelling on a boat yeah. of some kind. It's, I still feel like it might as well have been one of those dates. I don't know. Claire I feel like, didn't really get any closure, and he didn't. I feel apologize. like Claire didn't get any closure, but we as audience members got a lot about her. Like we got a lot of Claire. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like we as an audience gained something, even mm-hmm. if Juan Pablo didn't 
give any of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even um, just I, a little clarity at the moment where she said, I still have questions is yeah. huge. Because she didn't just, like, like lay back and be like, oh, this is, you know, now we're perfectly fine. No, she was like, I, he's worth fighting for, but I still have questions. Because that's not who she is. She's not somebody who's just going to lay down and die, and that's something I really enjoy about Claire. Yeah. Um, at least not at this downfall. point. At this point, I feel like she is growing. Yeah. Something I did want to bring up that I was thinking about is, like, what if the problem is that Juan Pablo is not emotionally available? He's just here to fuck. Oh. That's what I'm girl. saying. Here mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. wrong mm-hmm. reason. Which is mm-hmm. really annoying. I just, I don't know, yep. my brain just, like, pfft. So, anyway, it uh, is cocktail party night. Cocktail, cocktail party time. Cocktail party time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cocktail party time. Cocktail party time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nikki talks to him um, at the cocktail party, and I don't even remember what she was talking about, but they played the quirky, weird music for her, and then I got a little nervous, because... That we was just weird. Did... Yeah, like... Didn't we just do our, like, midway picks last time, mm-hmm. and we both picked Nikki, and I was like, <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> Maybe I was wrong. We should have stuck with Chelsea, because they were playing that weird, quirky music for her, but then it, like, turned into the nice music, and then they mm-hmm. talked about, like, how she's falling for him and all mm-hmm. of that stuff that I they talked about I think I got the group date in this cocktail party mixed up, because this is where Charlene looks bomb as fuck. Yeah. Um, but they, I mean... I, she, who, Nikki? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about her, (laughs) just in general. I think it was just kind of mean and, like, not in a funny way. Yeah. And, like. Kelly was mean in a fun way. Yeah, Kelly was mean in, like, a I'm really funny way. And as John would say, um, you can be mean as long as it's funny. (laughs) But once it's not funny anymore, it's just not nice and I don't like it. Um. So I don't know how I feel about her, but I definitely feel like he's attracted to her and likes her. For sure. Whatever that means to Juan I feel Pablo. like if she had showed up at his door and asked him to go swimming in the ocean, he'd have done it with her, too. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Scratch an itch. That's mm-hmm. what she's there to do. Or Charlene. If it had been Charlene. Yep. Oh, my God. If it had been Charlene, the show would be over. That would have been so out of That adventure. would have been a Dale Moss Pablo- moment. That's Juan Pablo's I think I just met my wife moment. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly yes. it. Exactly. And Charlene would be like, it was, it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. It's it fine. Was, sure. Yeah, it was, it was so, fine. Sure. Charlene and Andy Charlene. all have roses, and mm-hmm. the people who are left are Nikki, Renee, Chelsea, and Kat. And Kat is like, if it comes down to me and Chelsea, because Renee has a really strong connection with him, and Nikki has a really strong connection with him. It's going to be me all the way. Kat is so sure that it's her. And I'm sitting here like, I don't know, man. You talked about your dad and you got dead behind the eyes. She really, really opened up and I feel like that is the kiss of death. He does not care about your trauma. She wanted a Unless pity rose. Unless you're Claire. I feel like that was her last effort to get a pity rose. Maybe, yeah. Because of, because of the she brought up her trauma at the cocktail party. Yeah. Yeah. And And I think that is a last effort. That is and I think that Elise talked so much about how like Chelsea was immature and whatever. I think that like had that been a conversation that was happening between the girls, 
like without Chelsea's knowledge, like in the house, she probably doesn't see Chelsea as like much of a threat at all. And mm-hmm. honestly, who would? Because like we don't ever see him with her, mm-hmm. minus the what the one one on one she mm-hmm. got. Like we really don't see a lot of her. So it came down to really the two of them, I will say, when we get to the actual rose ceremony part and Chris comes out looking 1,400 years younger than he does today. Um, it's because Claire's just started. Nikki gets called first. Mm-hmm. Um, Renee gets called second. Mm-hmm. And then they play the big dramatic music. And Chelsea gets called third. And Kat sadly goes home. She is very confused. At this point, she apparently was the only one that hasn't been kissed, which I thought she got kissed on her one-on-one. Oh my god, so did I. But wait, she, she says, didn't get kissed she on says one-on-one. She hasn't been kissed by Juan Pablo, which is I'm like, of course you're going home, but I don't know. I'm not surprised Cat went home. I'm not particularly upset about it. I think I could have done without Kat or Chelsea, so it doesn't, I don't, Cassandra's gone. That leaves me with, like, no people on my team. They're both on my team, so it was bad. It was bad both ways. Yeah. For me. Who do you've got left? I have Charlene and Renee left. Okay, I've got Andy, Nikki, and Chelsea left. So I I do want to talk about how hard Charlene took this rose ceremony. Yeah, she mm-hmm. was, she, she couldn't stop crying. She was really, really upset about it. And I think it comes from her questioning herself and doubting herself and saying, is this really for me? Do I really want to be here? All these people who want to be here are going are home. Leaving. And yep. I, I'm getting the rose. I'm not even really trying. Um, so I, as much as I love Charlene, this is so not the place for her. And she she finishes up with saying, I'll give it one more week. And if I don't feel a connection, I think it's best if I leave. This is why I'm annoyed with Charlene. I'll give it one more week is the week before hometowns. Mm-hmm. Like, that's huge for this show. I mean. She's really far along to just now be like, just like Andy. I, I'm starting to like him. She this doesn't even know six. she likes him. Mm-hmm. Is she ready no. for him to meet well, that's what I'm her family? Mm-hmm. This is a huge, I mean, like, this is a really big thing in Bachelor Nation. When we see some bad hometowns, I mean, like, Ugh. we see some hometowns that are not great. I'll even say, like, like, like I always think of Dean. Poor Dean. Poor oh, Dean. Don't tell me what happens, but because I haven't I'm, seen that season. No, no but, spoilers. But poor I do Dean. know his hometown does go sour at some point. I'm not quite sure why. It is the hardest hometown I've ever watched. We're going to have to watch mm-hmm. Rachel's Lindsay season with you, mm-hmm. Rachel, because, like, it's so good. But, like, and we own it now because we had to buy it. But Dean's hometown, and I'll, I won't spoil anything, but was just so hard to watch that, like, if you're not in a place to bring these people home to your family, like, don't do it. It was like watching Matt James and his dad have that weird conversation where nothing gets settled and nothing gets solved. And that has to be, like, 
I because it's not, not what I wanted. It's not a conversation that you can have in one sitting. It's right. like this is not going to be resolved overnight. And we shouldn't be fucking watching on television. Right. That's. I mean, there's so much added pressure with a whole country watching. It's too intimate of a moment for me to be yeah. watching. Yeah. Um, it made me really uncomfortable. So I, I, I fear for Charlene only because. Like, this is a really big deal in Bachelor Nation is to, like, meet the parents. Like, even though, like, in real life, I met John's parents, like, two weeks into dating him. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it wasn't, like, the this big be-all and end-all. But in the show, like, this is a huge, huge thing. There's only, like, what, four girls left at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are unsure now... It's not for you. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Because if you can't make it happen in the bubble, it's not going to happen outside the bubble. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. as the stats of this show go, I mean, like, even if it's great in the bubble, it's not going to last. I think the process of this isn't for everybody either. It's not for most people. Right. Um, those that do find love in the bubble are lucky. Um, but I think that she, by week three... She knew she wasn't feeling it, and she should have gone. Yeah. I'm very happy that we have Charlene content because I love her almost the most. I love I love Renee the most, but, like, Charlene is a very close second. Um, but I just, like, just, it's not fair to the other girls. I think if she decides to go to hometowns, Chelsea's going to go home. Because to me, that's the next logical person to go home is Chelsea. Um, Chelsea's going to go home, whereas Chelsea wants to have this relationship with Juan Pablo and Charlene's just not sure. And Chelsea has like put her fears on the line mm-hmm. like and she's opened up and she's like ready to jump off of the cliff for him. Mm-hmm. Where or the she bridge. She did it already. But like Charlene I don't know if Charlene would do that and week seven is not the time to be like you know what I'm not feeling yeah. it. That's why I'm annoyed with her. Is because it's like it's continuing like, to eat something you know you don't like. This is an expedited process. Mm-hmm. This is not like we're just gonna figure it out. Time. No, this is like if you're not feeling it in the bubble, you're not gonna feel it outside the bubble. Yep. This is a very strange process, and I couldn't even imagine the kind of pressure to it would be to like be on the show mm-hmm. and like to have a relationship that quickly and to, like, be competing with people. She's also non-confrontational, I think. So Mm -hmm. I think it's hard for her to... It's going to be hard for her to self-eliminate if that's what it comes down to. But, I mean, like, and it doesn't have to be confrontational, but, like, come on. Like, you're... You don't like him. To her credit, though, she... (laughs) They've just been making out. Um... And mm-hmm. I think that she is hoping for this emotional intimacy to come at some point, and it just isn't because they're too busy making out. I, it just it keeps happening. Every time, you know, when they're on the soccer field, the, mm-hmm. she tries to start a conversation, and they just end up making out. Or, um, you know, uh, at any group date, they end up making out in the corner. Or mm-hmm. w- during the pool party. They end up making out instead of actually having a conversation. So I think that is part of the problem is if she's not, uh, what, what, is, what am I trying to say here? She's, she's craving more than what she's getting, but all of this physical intimacy isn't helping her. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and I don't think the blame is completely on her either. No, no, but, no, no, it's not. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm just I don't, saying that that she hasn't taken the time to 
to dive a little bit deeper, I think she really is wrapped up in the physical connection at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, he's not helping that because he's not opening up to her. So then there's, it's, like, a cycle. But, like, the, I just, I always find it so hard to believe that the show has been on for, at this point, what, 17 years and that people are confused about the format. Like, it's there for you to look at before you leave for the show. Mm-hmm. Um so I never buy that, like, I'm so surprised. Like, it's been on for 17 years. How are you surprised? Um, about like what you, specifically about the format? If we're this far along and there's been no, like, emotional intimacy, there's been no sign of him opening up to anyone, what do you think is going to happen in week seven that's different from week two? Like, I just, to me, it's so hard to believe. And I guess if you're, like, right up in front of it, it's harder to see. Um, So to give her the benefit of the doubt there, but, like, we know that this is only going to happen. For, this is only 10 weeks. We're only going to get 10 weeks. We only have so much time that you're going to get with him. Like, if you're waiting for something that hasn't come and we're on week five, six, seven, it's not coming. Mm-hmm. Go home. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, go home. And I don't even want to say to keep a girl that wants to be there more because if he doesn't want her there, he doesn't want her there. But, like, go home for yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't put yourself through this process anymore because it's hard and you're making, like, you're on TV. Like, everybody can see you doing this and you having these interviews with the producers, you talking to the other girls, them t- then talking about you. At the end of the day, like, because to me, it just makes her look, like, bad. I know you guys are big Charlene fans and I don't, like, hate Charlene, I just th- I just think it sounds like you do. I just think that she has no <laughs> business being there anymore, and I don't think she's had any business being on this show since like week three or four. I agree. I mean, I, I've loved I loved all of our Charlene moments, but I this is just not right for her. The first time she said, "I don't know if it, this is right for me," she should have left. It just should have she should have. The gone. second she said, he said, "Will you accept this first impression, Rose?" and she said, "Oh, sure." That would be the moment I'd be like. But see, she was like, maybe I don't want to be here that much. Wasn't I just was surprised? Was she surprised, or was she? She said in her talking head interview that night, "I don't know. I'm not feeling it. I don't know." She was from day one. But she she was questioning this whole thing. Going to be chemistry, but sometimes chemistry doesn't like happen right away. And that was the night one. At least get two weeks. Yeah. I, I don't know. For, I don't know. First impression, Rose, that's big. That's big. For the women on the show, for, like, the bachelorettes, that's, like, the omen that that's the person you're ending up with. I mean, like, that's huge. And I know that, like, nothing Juan Pablo does makes any sense. But once again, the show's been on for 17 years. I mean, like, you gotta know something about it when you get there, right? Like, I don't know. He was on it. To me, well, Yeah. But, like, to me, like, why doesn't she know anything about the show? Does she know what show she's going on? She's been singing in Germany. Okay, that's fine. They have The Bachelor in Germany. German Bachelor. (laughs) They have German Bachelor. They do! (laughs) The show's been on for 20 years! Like, come on! Anyway, Charlene says, I'm gonna wait one more week, and then 
if I don't, if I still don't feel right, I, I think it's best for me to leave. And that is kind of where we leave off. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Madison, what was your favorite outfit? We're going to do best dressed and worst dressed and best dressed and worst dressed. What do you think? All right. So best dressed. I know I just talk shit about her, but Charlene, Charlene was wearing this really cute outfit at the beginning of this episode. Like the, uh-huh, the very slouchy beginning. sweater. It was the a slouchy sweater. Skating she, I think she had a scarf. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, girl, I want that but. sweater. Like. She looks so cute. And it wasn't even anything fancy or anything. It was just like this. She looked comfortable. It was like a whatever. I was on a plane all morning outfit. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, God, if I look that good getting off a plane, it'd be over for you bitches. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that was my best dress. Rachel, did you have a best dress of the week? Um, so I had a couple of outfits that I really liked. I mm-hmm. liked, again, Charlene's bathing suit the mm-hmm. most that mm-hmm. the white fringe looked really good on her i thought it was super cute i love that very um, classy my, one piece yeah for my best dress of the week was nikki's red dress at the rose ceremony oh that was a beautiful she looked dress hot. so good that that off the shoulder red dress mm-hmm. yes that was I so pretty i loved it my favorite of this episode um, was Kat's rose ceremony dress. It was like black, but parts of it were like mesh, mm-hmm. and it was like spider webby looking. Oh, yeah. just mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it. Loved it was my it. favorite outfit of the episode. I loved Charlene's slouchy outfit because, like, I'm in love with Charlene. Mm-hmm. I loved her bathing suit. She looks. She there's never a point where she just doesn't look good. There's she's awake in the morning and she doesn't have any makeup on. She looks amazing. She's one of those girls who are like always put together, which is like the opposite of me, where Same. I always look like I just rolled out of bed. Yep. Like <laughs> I can relate to that 100. percent But I loved Cat's dress. I wasn't sad to see Cat go, but I was sad to see that dress go. Sad to see that dress go before I knew where she got that dress seven years ago. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that... Worst. Worst worst dressed. Um, this one goes out to Juan Pablo. (laughs) He wore, in one of his interviews, a magenta shirt to rival Claire's night one dress. Oh, God. And I just was like, mm, gross. First of all, I hate you. Second of all, magenta is a beautiful color, but... It, this so there's something here I don't like and I can't quite put my finger on it but you get my worst dressed because you are a personality and also the shirt not great just saying <laughs> Rachel do you have a worst dress um I I feel like uh, I don't know I can't think of anything in particular I just I feel like maybe what Chelsea was wearing at the picnic date um but that was just maybe just because that whole scene was awkward I don't know <laughs> Juan Pablo is awkward. He uh-huh. that's he's just awkward. I don't mm-hmm. have a worse dress. I don't nobody stood out to me as like really bad this week. Um I just thought all the women looked really good. I wasn't a huge fan of Charlene's rose ceremony dress. I wanted something a little it looked a little bulky at the top. I wanted something a little less, but her makeup and her hair just blew me out of the fucking water. She had, like, this deep red lipstick, and with her skin and, like, her updo, damn, she looked good. 
She looked amazing. Do you think I'm gay? Am I gay enough? <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, am I gay enough? Am I gay enough? Let us know in the comments on our Facebook. <laughs> okay, I've got two trivia questions. It's tonight. trivia time. It's trivia time with the master, Rachel. The song's different every time. You're welcome. It's free. What did the date card say? And remember, the date, the group date, was that weird picnic moment, and then they rolled around in giant balls. I want to say, I want to say it's like, let's roll with it, um, or let's roll. So, so very close. Okay, I'm just going to put let hearts roll, let let our hearts roll, let um let let is it let love roll? Correct. That's it. Oh yeah. Let love roll, baby. Let love roll. We're going to say that that was 100% correct. And then Okay. Where? All right. For the final another trivia pun? question. It, I gotta think of another pun. What were the big the big round things? The big wet balls. The big wet the big, balls. The big wet balls. The big those old wet called, balls. What were those called? Those were called ogos. Whoa, that was very quick. <laughs> oh my gosh. Almost like Correct. you memorized it. Jeez. I memorized that one. I did. I memorized because I was I like, oh, they're gonna known. ask this. They're going to ask it. Um, I would not have known had we not had the subtitles on. Because I was like, what the fuck did he just what? say? <laughs> oh, boy. The O-Goes. Well, oh, friends, and then Nikki that's... says it. Yeah, she's like, I got kissed twice in the O-Go. Oh, I did want to, um, and I know that we're coming to the end here. Uh, this is Bachelor news. Um, did you guys happen to, uh, Caitlin Bristow released the audio from when Jason proposed to her <gasps> on her podcast. Oh, no. Did you guys happen to listen to it? Oh my gosh, listeners! After this podcast, go go to podcast one and listen to Off the Vine to when because uh, they released the audio from it, and I don't cry much. This made me ball because Jason said so many nice things to her. I'm gonna cry just thinking about it because it's He's a just nice one buffalo of those boy. He is. Oh, it's just, it was just such a beautiful moment. It was nice that they released that for the fans to listen to. And it, oh gosh, it just, it, it makes me believe in love. It really does. Just uh, everything that he was saying. Oh my gosh. It was, Something we have to go I really to love about Jason, because I watched um, like a little video that they had on Twitter. Um, I think I reposted it on our Twitter page. But something I really love about Jason is he's super sentimental because even on Becca's season, which me and Sarah recently watched together, he, like, Mm -hmm. came back after he got eliminated and brought her a little scrapbook of his time, like, at The Bachelor and, like, gave it to her. Mm -hmm. He was like, I Mm -hmm. made this for you. And it was just... And I still wanted you to have it. It was just so, 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 so sweet. And I was like, oh, my God. We need more Buffalo men on The Bachelor, so, like, if anyone's listening to this that, like, has any pull in that department, 
Like, <laughs> these men from Buffalo, sometimes they're just, like, really Get loud. Get the 716 on the batch. Look, diehard Bills fans, they're going to be there for you. They're loyal because our team sucks, but we are all still really into them. I don't want to be in that group. Um, Listen, <laughs> you're here now. This is just how it goes. <laughs> Um, but, you know, get, get some Buffalo boys. Get some Buffalo girls. Get mm. some Buffalo non-binary friends. Rachel for Bachelorette. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Trust me, I've been trying to make that happen for a long time now. <laughs> well, oh, friends, we will definitely have to discuss um, Jason's proposal to Kristen. Caitlin. Caitlin. We'll definitely have to discuss... Jason's proposal to Caitlin on the next episode will definitely be the first thing we talk about because we like to do the news first. Um, mm. But I think I think this is it. Yeah, we just have a couple of things. We have talked for a hundred hours. A hundred years. Um, um, it's Friday night and we're tired. But we have a couple of things, um, you know, just to shoot or shot that you're going to listen to us forever. We're now on Stitcher, which is super exciting. So if that if you're listening to us on, like, Spotify and you're like, God, I wish they were on Stitcher. We are now. You can go there. How exciting. We're like a real live co- podcast. Apple, for some reason, very hard to get in there. I'm trying my best. We're working it's on it. It's just us talking into the void in our bedrooms, like, <laughs> honestly. But you can follow us on all sorts of social media. We like to post different content things, like me and Sarah post updates on our teams for the, like, as things go on. Sarah made these really cute graphics of us with, like, quotes that me, Rachel, and Sarah like to say. There's some more extra content coming. We just... Just wait. Just follow us on our socials. We we are gearing up for Katie Thurston's season as well, so there's going to be a lot more league-related things coming out as our league starts up. That's very exciting. So if you want to follow us and if you want to follow our league, especially for the upcoming season, you can follow us on Facebook. The link will be in the episode description. Um, You can also follow us on Twitter. Batch3 is our name on Twitter. Um, and then you can follow us on Instagram as well at Batch League 3. Um, very exciting. All of our stuff is on there. We release our episodes at noon on Tuesdays and Thursdays at this point. I will also link all of our personal Instagrams and um, Twitters in there. So if you're looking to follow just some funny friends, uh, Rachel is very funny on Twitter. She's hilarious. Sarah's really funny on Twitter. Thank you. I'm pretty funny um, all the time, but you don't get to know me in real life, I guess. Um, so you guys can follow us there. You can follow us on Facebook. You can email us at, 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 um, the batch league three at gmail.com. If you have an FNP or a midnight pick, if you have a team and you're following along on Hulu, or if you are just looking to talk about Katie Thurston, whatever, whatever you want to talk about. I mean, if you have your favorite Claire quotes, give them to us. Give them to us. Give them We're to here for us. It. And, um, we got to get Rachel's boyfriend ready. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. But we're here for it. If you have some Bachelor news, too, share it all with us on all those platforms or the email or whatever. It's all good. But until then, I'm Madison Sedler. I am Sarah Listens to Feist, not a poltergeist, Hill. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm Rachel Tashari, sorry, not sorry, for loving The Bachelor. Love it. I love it. And that's it. We'll see you next time. I love you, Charlene. Goodbye.